Have you ever dreamed of a life designed by you, not for you? A life where you hold the reins of your financial future. At Become an Investor, we believe in you and your unique potential. We're a community of like-minded individuals all walking the path towards financial independence. We understand that success is crafted in the face of adversity. It's in these testing times that we discover our resilience, our determination, and our discipline. That's why we're inviting you to learn more about becoming an investor. It's not just about learning the ins and outs of real estate investing. It's about empowering you to take control of your financial future. We'll provide the tools, but the choice to act, to persevere, and to succeed is yours. Join us and start your journey towards living life by design. Together, we'll turn aspiration into reality and empowerment into success. Learn more at becomeaninvestor.com. another episode of live life by design we're here tonight yep welcome how is everybody doing today good other than these mosquito bites i got on my arm oh steve (laughs) (laughs) hey welcome back thank you yes i was gone i was a little sick but now i'm back getting feeling better feeling better now we have another one out sick (laughs) yeah miss donnie's out today keep your distance people i know right oh yeah I'm telling you guys here at the studio. <laughs> <laughs> but we're, we're all good now. Uh, yeah. How are you, Luis? Wicho? Good, good. I'm good. Uh, busy, excited, you know, yes, ups sir. and downs, but living life. Awesome, awesome. By but design. For that's sure. what I was going to say, but is it by design? It is by design. That's the most important thing. Yeah. Right? Yeah, yeah, right. it is by design. So let's let's open up with... Uh, before we get into into our our uh, quote, let's um, maybe we should talk about our highs and our lows. Why yeah, we, you know what? Why don't we do that for not bad? A not a bad idea. Steve, open it. You know what? I had. You're going with lows. Uh, well, I had a low this week. I had a deal that I was working on, and this was more of a retail uh, manufacturing home sale deal. Just uh, fall out of escrow, so not a good thing. Yeah. But I did have a high. Cool. At the end of last week, I did close a, a small deal, but nevertheless, it was a it right was on. a deal that, you know, it's one of those ones that helps you get out of the rut and, yeah. and starts building momentum again. So it not happens. Bad. Everybody I'm, should I'm expect happy. it, man. Right, right. Everybody should expect it. But yeah. What about you, Sarah? Well, like you guys know, I was sick. So my high and lows are on the personal side this time. Um my low was that I was sick. I was out for like a week and a half. It was bad. My whole family got sick. Oh, so man. It sucks. But my high is that I'm better, and I registered my daughter for pre-K, so I'm excited about that. Nice. Wow. <laughs> so I got something accomplished in this time of being a little under the weather. Cool. Yeah, so just had time to do some personal things like that. Right on. Yeah, very much needed. Pre-K, though. Okay. Gonna blink your eyes twice and they'll be graduating. Oh high yeah, school. she'll be graduating high school. Wow. Right. Oh, yeah. 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 That, that's what it feels like. That's cool. <laughs> but yeah, that's, that's good. Cool. I want to send her off so I can have more time to get my stuff together, get my marketing <laughs> going, and my mail outs and all that good stuff. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow. That's, that's so funny. cool. That's How so about cool. you? So, I had 
I would say I had a, a couple O's this past week, you know, business related. Um, some some things went south there, you know, and then kind of have to restructure, replan, and like you know, just see what that fear factor. How are you going to knock knock it down and keep moving forward? Yeah, no. Uh, but then my high uh, was uh, I made it to my son's uh, soccer practice for the very first time yesterday. Wow, my little one. And it was freaking cool, man. I mean, I enjoyed it so much. It gave me some time to kick the ball with my daughter. That's cool. Um, there was another low attached to that. I was sore after the fact. <laughs> I was broken down. But, hey, you know, I've uh, been off the fields for, I'm 44, so I've been off the fields for 43 and a half. That's kidding. <laughs> uh, yeah, though, no, after not playing for so long, your body just gives it gives up, man. Oh yeah, <laughs> <laughs> you know. But. Which you know what? That's that's funny because um, that's kind of a segue right into this, right? Because mm-hmm. you're talking about how you stop doing something mm-hmm. and your body hurt. Yeah. Did you know that persistence and energy conquer all things? Wow, is that is- Benjamin Franklin? That's our quote. That's today, our yeah. quote for the day, and then and, and that goes hand in hand with what you're saying. If you're persistent in playing soccer. Yeah, you want to be hurt? Yeah, uh, I don't. Yeah, I don't you've know. been conquering on that field today. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, that's a great quote, man. I mean, can you repeat it again? Of course, energy and persistence conquer all things. Benjamin Franklin. Very true. Very true. I had no energy when I was sick. I didn't. Think, I didn't do anything. No. But then you know, I had to wake up and shake it off and. I accomplish stuff. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. So it's nice. very true. It's nice. Energy and persistence. It does. Because um, I was uh, going through, well, I'm not not going through like a rough patch. We're going through a couple of misses um, through a couple of the deals that we're working on. And, but, you know, the key is to be persistent, right? Make things and just keep pushing, pushing, pushing and make something happen. We finally closed on something this last week, which at the end of the day, I, a deal is a deal. Right. right. As long as you're creating some kind of revenue for your business, it's it's a good thing, you know. But um, yeah, sometimes I mean it happens. Yeah. You, know, it, you slow down, but if you, as long as you stay persistent, something good will come out of it. Yeah. 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 You know, one of the key factors in this business is um, I remember in the beginning when I started in the business, and I would tell people that I was a, a I wanted to become an investor. People would say, "You, come on, man." Are you serious? <laughs> you know, I had no credit. I had never been a homeowner in my life. I had no experience in real estate whatsoever. And people judge you by that. People say, well, you, you're going to be an investor. You don't even have a house. You know, you live with your mom and your dad. How the hell are you going to be an investor? <laughs> It, this is true. I, I believe it. I believe it. The Mexican, ooh, investor, you know? Yeah, 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 yeah you know? <laughs> but, um, you know, it that persistent persistency is that a word persistency persistence persistence, persistence. see uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah that persistence maybe the energy wasn't because i you know i stopped and i got i got a little stuck with with the combination and the placement of the energy and the persistence so when the energy was gone the persist the persistency or the persi- whatever persistence whatever you fucking say <laughs> right that word kept me going Right. That that being persistent kept me going, regardless of 
of of the flow of energy. If it was negative energy or good energy or flat energy, I was persistent and it, it panned out, right? Then results fed um, good energy with which created the momentum and kept me curious into the industry and uh, learning more and expanding my horizons furthermore. Yeah. And then I would lose. And then the energy went down. But nevertheless, I stayed persistent. Persistence is key. It's key. But you know what? Maybe it should be changed to good energy and persistence, right? Right. That energy kind of brings you down a little bit and kind of tends to put the brakes on a little, you know? Mm -hmm. Ah, But then again, it all depends on the person. Yeah. You know? That's where you grow, though. Yeah, because you can turn that bad energy into good energy and keep Yeah. I think that's a big thing. Yeah. Yeah, it's a huge thing, man. But you know what? So we're going to talk a little bit about deals and and a specific deal that that uh, actually Wejo has going right now and and I think that uh, this kind of goes hand in hand right with the the quote and and uh, I know you've talked about this uh, a little while back and you know it was some back and forth with this so to, you know tell tell us a little bit about your deal and 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 what's going on with it because like I said I think the persistent side of things uh, really applies here based on you know what we've what we've talked about yeah 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 so yeah, I'm currently working on a deal. Um, we were going on to contract today, and we added uh, um, an extension of a clause in our contract. Uh, so it's a creative acquisition, a very creative acquisition. Um, there was a lot going on with this particular household that led to it getting so creative. Nice. Right? So remember we had one of our networking events, one of the individuals that came in and said creative buyers don't exist yeah. and all of them just a bunch of bullshit. Or, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and then I get up there on stage and I tell them, well, I'm a creative buyer. Right. And I, I rather do one or two creative deals a year with six figure return than do five or six, you know, little deals. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You know, so, Again, I got I got this deal landed, this lead, this case, we call them cases, right? Uh, this case landed on my lap just because of the level of creativity that we had to put in it. It was right. brought to me by a broker. Um, a broker. So kind of going hand in hand with what we're talking about as far as persistence and such. How, how long ago, when was this deal brought to you? How long ago? I, it's been a couple months. Yeah, it's been a couple months that I think I, I shared it with you guys that I had to go because I was I was going to meet with the seller. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah, and and you know the uh, agent fell off. The agent fell off um, because they, she wasn't willing to put in the amount of work to answer all the questions in exchange for the commission. Right, Your loss. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's just the uh, agent mentality. Right, so uh, your your typical agent um, really just wants to. If you look at their scripts, their scripts persuade people to sign the dollar line. They, yeah, they, if I've sat with a bunch of different networking groups with uh, uh, their sales training programs, and their scripts are very much hard closing. They're finessed, right? 
But in, in at the end of the day with the hard close, uh, uh, to get, get them to list that property. Yeah, to get that property listed. Mm-hmm. And if they see no reaction from the seller, no engagement, they move away. They don't have a lot of um, tools. A lot of yeah, tools. A lot of tools to work. They're with. they're very constrained, and their just train of thought is just very different than very investors. Different. Yeah, oh, yeah. Right. difference, right? They got, they want to sell. Yeah, they want to sell. It's a, yeah. the microwave effect. Exactly. Now, and I want my money now. Yeah, investors, you know, you have to wait for it. <laughs> but yeah. but on the flip side of that, we're we're here to solve a problem. Yeah, right? I mean that's basically what we're doing. They're they're there to sell and make a commission. We're here to resolve a problem and. Get paid for it, right? right? At the end of the day, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, yeah. So, so the agent fell off. So the agent, obviously, it was a little bit over her her head. Um, brought the broker in, and then the broker said, "This is too much. I don't want. I don't want to be part of this. You know, it's too much." And he reached out to another uh, colleague of mine, and. Um, he said, dude, I'm out of state, man. If you want this fixed, you got to call Weicho. And he called me and he said, hey, uh, we went on a, on a, a three-way call. Yeah. And he said, this is Weicho. Um, if you want to get creative with this, this is the guy you want to talk to. And just get ready for the ride. You know, he's he'll, he'll get it across the finish line if they're willing to sell, if they need to sell. Yeah. And sure enough, you know, it was a couple of meetings after the broker said, you know what, dude, I... <laughs> I, I don't <laughs> want to be part of this time. man. You How know? bad was it that nobody wanted to? <laughs> Sounds like there was a lot of lot of uh, yeah. baggage tied to this, huh? Yeah. So there was solving. there was uh, there's so there's court enforcement violations. There's uh, uh, property taxes, personal taxes, uh, foreclosure, wow, divorce, child protective services. Oh man, and drug abuse. Wow. So that's uh, a. R- it's a stack of stuff. Yeah. You know, so layer the, over layer of <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> so you know, so at the end of the day, agents are not trained to stack value on top of value. Right? You know, their 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 processes are let's get it listed. Let's let's take it to escrow. Let's close escrow and let them disperse the money and then you'll get whatever is left. Yeah. Right, so they just talk about the top line. It's just about the top line, the top line, the top line. That's it. I like talking about the bottom line. I like talking to my sellers about, yeah, what are you walking away with in your pocket? Yeah, and what can we do to maximize that number? And that's what sellers want to hear, right? of course. Particularly when they're in the position where, you know, to your point, they're behind on taxes, they're personal taxes, they got code enforcement. I mean, all that stuff. Mm-hmm. And and they're thinking that they're just buried, 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 and there's nothing that's going to get them out of that, right? Right. And then along comes a guy who has some creative, uh, um, a creative mindset, and who knows how to actually get that shovel and start digging them out. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And you know what? I, and I I forgot. Matter of fact, yesterday I get a text from the seller, and she tells me uh, my my car payment is due, uh, is two payments due, um, it's due tomorrow. Or the repo company is going to come. Oh, man. And my utilities are going to get shut down on, on the 20th, which is tomorrow. Yeah, tomorrow. Right? So I said, oh, my God, we have to be under contract before the 20th um, for me to start, you know. Trying get, to help. Yeah, trying to put some finances out, you know. Mm-hmm. So, you know, we, we met and we've been meeting 
more often towards this end once once that stress and and that motivation is building up more so you know yeah um and yeah getting really creative with helping them get that monkey off their back and and again that's that's what they you know that's what these people need sometimes i mean again i'm going to reiterate that taxes and code enforcement and divorce and i mean a lot of agencies that you have to yeah you know but and i can see why a, a real estate agent who doesn't have the knowledge and or the training of how to get something out of that you know they're again let's list it let's sell it and then disperse the funds right and that's just uh that sucks for the seller it it, it does so on the on the back end or behind the scenes for that like for the TC, I would imagine that's a lot of more paperwork to work with to get it across the line for escrow, right? Oh, yeah. So yeah. at the end of the day, the seller's just in limbo waiting for that final number. Yes. That That's it, but with no clarity. Yeah. And then only after escrow has been closed and they say, oh, I got this much, you know? Yep. Very different from the numbers they construed in their mind, right? And and then escrow just delivers a package. Hey, congratulations, we closed. <laughs> Come get your check, you know. Uh, it's important for me to, uh, um, as the circumstances flow and to the surface, come to the surface, explain um, an execution plan for every single stage, you know. The benefits of doing this first and that second and this third and the value behind it. And we really give them peace of mind. And that, that's great. I mean, and I'm a, I'm a big proponent whenever, whenever I'm dealing with those types of situations um, is laying out kind of what the plan is and mm -hmm. giving them very, I'm, I'm, I'm very good, or at least I kind of feel like I am, <laughs> but I like to set a very clear expectations. Yeah. Because Last thing you need is somebody to come back and want to sue you because, oh, you didn't say what you said you were going to. No, I'm, I'm very clear about this, and I make sure, you know, they. 100%. Everything I give them is red, and I sit there and with them, and, and please, and I beg them to ask questions. Yeah. Right? Because you don't ever want to get caught, you know, overlooking something or, or letting them miss something or letting them misconstrue something and running with that. Right. 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 Yeah, we were supposed to uh, uh, finalize yesterday, but I gave them, a, you know, that extra day uh, with the added clauses for them to have clarity. In. And I said, well, you know what, because divorce was part of the, the circumstances and now it seems to be um, working out for the couple. Okay, now that you got two minds together, now both of you look at the circumstances instead of you're locked up in, in, in your room and he's you know, in his man cave or whatever, uh, um, waiting for someone to react. Yeah. Right. Now together, uh, you can brainstorm for the betterment of your family, you know, relocation. What, what, what does that look like? And how soon is that going to happen? Right. Yeah. You know, now peace of mind for them as a couple fixing something through divorce and, and, and then working with it together, it empowers them to understand that together they can find a solution. Yes. Yeah. You know? And and I'm sure that that's, that's a weight off their shoulders as well. I mean, if they're able to reconcile, you know, their differences. And to your point, 
now they can see clearly versus oh she, she's there he's and we're gonna split up and we're gonna just take half and half and yeah that was a know? big yeah. thing yeah that sucks that I'm, was a huge thing yeah there was a lot of friction i remember at the beginning and i'm like holy shit yeah <laughs> I, I think too like for yourself being there you know in the middle of it you know yeah. and, and just kind of you can't you know take sides you know no, no, you, no, no, you can't no, no, do no. that yeah it's not, you, so you you're just kind of like one. yes okay yeah. yeah so it's 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 a lot of stress mentally for for someone you know that's trying to talk to two different people that have different thoughts at the moment but right. gladly that they're you know resolved but yeah i'm sure yeah and and regardless if they stay or don't stay that's none of my business <clears throat> right i'm not part of that process uh, but it, it is important, you know, when you're in negotiations, be aware of the story, but don't make yourself part of the story. Yes. You know, right. you can't add yourself to the story. You know, you're, you're part of the process, but not part of the story. And your process can be can, can be terminated as soon as they say, you know what, we're not selling anymore. Yep. Right. Or when they say we're ready to pull pull the trigger then that process, that negotiating process stops right there. And now you're in buyer mode. Two very different scenarios. Yeah. Right. But uh, I've, I've experienced with other uh, um, colleague investors that uh, they get too into the scenario and they place themselves inside the story. And then, and then they start, making their decisions based on emotions and not logics. Mm. Yeah, that's... And math and emotions don't work out. No, never, ever, ever, ever. You know? Never. So, it's interesting. It's cool. I love it. I mean, (laughs) yeah, that's... For those of you guys listening out there, yeah, don't, don't, don't get emotional with the deal. No. Don't get emotional with the deal because that's, that's, that starts to turn into a downfall. And then you start misjudging your offers your profit margins your you know what it is that you need to walk away with now you end up there's nothing wrong with serving at the end of the day right because yeah. that's that's what we do but at the same time you once you get too emotionally attached to whatever's going on there it just clouds your judgment yeah it just totally clouds your judgment so don't get atta- emotionally attached with any of your deals guys right mm-hmm. i mean we do have a section i think it's in um uh the secrets of leverage, one of our study books uh, about, uh, you know, the emotional side of the business and the poker face negotiations. Yep. You know, how important it is to understand where you're at mentally, right? Or emotionally. Um, If you can't overcome your very own emotions, don't go negotiate today. Just reschedule. Right. Good point. Just, Just reschedule because, if, if you can't control what you're doing for your very own self and you're out there at the negotiating table, if any similarity comes in to the picture, then you're unconsciously bound on, on, on the strategies um, or, or the approaches and then your strategies suffer an impact. You know, that's why, like, I'm very, very, very aware of when I'm in a in a mindset of today's a good day. Today's not a good day. Yeah. You know, um, and, and there's a risk factor. There's a risk, there's a risk factor in, in the, uh, um, in the closing side mentality, right? Investors that want to close and shove a check down your, your throat 
like right now <laughs> and to each their own that's just yeah. not the way i practice right as a matter of fact i show no interest really i show very little interest uh, i mean there's interest because i'm there right r- repetitive times but i'm not shoving papers down their throat pushing them yeah you know i want them to make a conscious decision I take it on the slower route because I want them to have clarity. Yes. You know? Um, but, yeah, when, when you're not there to negotiate, your your mindset is not there to negotiate, be upfront about it. And if it's not you, send someone that can represent you um, or come with you for your negotiations, you know? I do that as well as when we're going to sign a contract, I take them out of the property. We go sign. I mean, I'm going to say all my properties that I've ever bought, have been at Starbucks. That's, yeah. 100% of the time. So can you talk about why you take them out of the property? Like... For emotions. Mm. Attachment. Yeah. It takes them out of that familiar, that that takes away the familiar, I can't even say the word, familiarity, right? And gets them away from I can't help you with words. (laughs) 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 But I I do that as well, right? And takes them out of that, that familiar zone and takes away the emotional attachment to away from where they're at right mm. because if you're signing a contract and they're signing to sell to you and then they're going to look around and be like uh, and it gives them too much opportunity to second guess it yeah mm-hmm. right yeah i mean we had a property one time in riverside i remember that uh, uh and i think i told you this uh, this guy's uh the story um the her dad asked the lady on his deathbed to never sell the house Right. So we had to talk. We would talk on the street all the time because inside the house or within the perimeter of the property, we couldn't. You know, this guy loved orange trees and fruit trees and there was trees everywhere. Oh, man. And every time we would go to a tree, she would talk about, oh, my God, I remember when we would come and get, you know, lemons and oranges yeah. and apricots oh. and all that. And I'm like, oh my god, this is like four acres of land. <laughs> do this, you know, it just takes it each tree. Yeah, so we would go out to the street and talk. And then when we got down to the details of the paperwork, completely, you know, out in a public area, Starbucks most of the time, um, and you know, get them a drink, com- comfortable, uh, safe place, yeah. right? Uh, I would never bring them to my office because then they feel the pressure of. You know, oh, my God, now I'm at an office. Uh, we're going to talk documents. We're going to talk contracts, right? And sub, sub, subconsciously, it 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 inflicts um, some sort of resist, resistance, yeah. mm-hmm. right? Yeah. So when you're negotiating and you're just talking um, very casually, documents are just part of the process. Yep. You know, they're, they're natural steps in the process. And I tell them very, I'm very, very black and white about my processes. I tell them, you know, my offer is part of the process. My numbers are part of the process. Making a decision is part of the process. So I'm going to present you with all this data and all this information. Uh, Whenever you're ready to make a decision, you have to know that you have to make a decision. We have to complete the process. If the objective is to sell, then it's just part of the process. Right. I mean, there's a, a, a bunch of people out there that that they don't they, they don't feel very comfortable with the close or closing on people. Why? Because they've attached emotions into it. And another one is uh, they genuinely don't 
want to close. They think closing is bad. Why? But it's a natural step. Mm. The whole point of the meeting is to close the meeting, right? Yes. Close, close the, meeting, the loop. I mean, it's close closing the, the loop. Yeah. Right. <laughs> but yeah, I love creative acquisitions. I mean, this particular deal, I think it's going to be um, a great acquisition. You so, know? do you want to? Uh, can you share any of the details of of, of uh, how you number one structured your deal, and and what kind of creative uh, or creativity came along with that? This podcast is sponsored by Become an Investor. Here at Become an Investor, we believe in you and your unique potential. We're a community of like-minded individuals, all working a path towards financial independence. We're about empowering you to take control of your financial future. Well, how? Well, most of us got started with foreclosure leads, and you now can too. Follow the link in the show notes below, and for a limited time, you can get our foreclosure ebook. With that, we'll also send you up to 10 free leads in your local area. So get those leads. Get this book. So you two can get started on your path to living life by design. Now back to the podcast. So there, there was there was various um, stages. We've changed everything around because of the circumstances. Divorce kind of mm-hmm. was on the fence. Uh, the kids and child protective services were on the fence. So we had to, you know, uh, sharing the proceeds, the profits were on the fence. There was no clarity, so I couldn't really. I, I would propose different things. Relocation was a big thing. Yeah. Um, so I happened to have another property not too far from that property. And I said, well, you know what? Uh, let's work out a 12 or 18 month lease into this deal. Um, no, no, uh, in a prepaid manner. No monthly rent, right? I'll, I'll work the deal, take it off the top, and then you move in, just take care of your bills. And she said, what like she <laughs> she couldn't believe that i had even that that had even came out of my mouth right but then if you think about it having access to another property uh that was vacant ready to be rented that's just another tool yeah yeah it's it's nothing more than just another tool a tool that was very much needed in this one process relocation relocation yeah, yeah. So for them, having that safety, that peace of mind that they were going to walk away from the property, not be homeless, right, have shelter for their two kids, um, that was a big one. Yeah, I bet. That was a huge one. Mm-hmm. And, you know, she said, well, it's kind, of, it's kind of pricey around. And I told her, well, you know, comparables around the area for my property are 2800 and I'm, I'm giving you a lease for 22400 you know, if I, I said, if you take the 18 month lease, I'll do it for 2200. If you do the 12 month, I'll do it for 2400. And, you know, she did the number. She said, wow, you know, you're taking short on that. And I'm like, or you can go and, you know, hunt around. See what's out there. And yeah. see what's out there for you and your family. You know, this one's moving ready. It's actually even furnished. Oh, nice. You know, so that, that was a huge tool that I had. Um, and then, you know, the, uh, I mean, it got to a point where it became a subject to seller carry back, no interest. Subject to seller carry back, no interest. Yeah. So I was going to take the property subject to the existing mortgage. Yep. Mm-hmm. Right. And then it was going to be uh, the, the, uh, the balance 
she was going to carry back. I was going to give, um, uh, I was going to give her monthly installments with the balloon at the end, mm-hmm. um, just to help her just kind of restructure. You know, she said, well, if you give me all the money, I, I have bad spending habits. And I'm like, oh. I, and I would tell her this exactly word per word. I am not your dad. I am not your husband. I can't tell you what to do with your money or not, or how to spend yeah. it, you know? But if I were you, I would consider this. So keep on proposing ideas yeah. and brainstorming together. Mm-hmm. And it came to be where she said, okay, you know, I'll move into that place. Um, I would give her, uh, as soon as we closed escrow, lump sum, right, for her to move in and plan out whatever next step in her life was. Monthly installments for 18 months. And then when she would move out, uh, be able to uh, get another lump sum and move on with life. Right. By, by this time, her credit score was going to go up because payments Subject are on to, point. Yeah. Right. right. And, uh, and she loved everything I had to propose. You know why? Because there was no ad- ad- advantage over them. You know, I told them straight out, I'm here to make money. But right. the way I make money is a little different than you know, your average agent, your average investor. Right. I, I can I can bring a lot of benefit to the table. And so as long as they do see that you have an intention to benefit them, they don't mind you making money. Yeah. And being up front like that, you know, is key, right? I mean, I, I, I tend to do that as well. Like, you know, but I, I show my numbers, why, why your offer yeah, is the way absolutely. it is. Absolutely. Um, because, you know, this costs, that costs this, you know, you're – um, a lot of times it's because space rent's way, way, way behind. They're on the verge of eviction. So, mm-hmm. like, you know, this is why this is the, the, the way this is. You got, you know, ten, twelve, fourteen thousand dollars $14,000 worth of back space rent that we got to cover, you yeah. know. Um, but they that takes the, to your point, it takes that, that it, it levels the playing field. Right. Right. And they don't feel like they're being taken advantage of. And I found that as a, a great, great tool. Um to get my point across. Mm-hmm. And because again, you know, a lot of times when you talk about being a real estate investor, everybody always gets this, you know, kind of side, side, like, Oh, you, you like you're predatory and no, we're here to help people. Right. We, we take the monkey off their back. Yeah. And so I found that showing those numbers takes that stigma away from right. me. Right. 100%. And I'm sure just like with, with you, they don't feel like they're being taken advantage of. Yeah. And because the thing is, we have to buy low, right? I mean, that's oh yeah, what we have to do in order to make a profit. It has to make sense. Yeah. yeah. And so everybody, you know, I, I've had where, particularly when I was first starting in this business, I had a guy, you know, yelling at me over the phone, you're trying to steal my house. Like, no, dude, you know, <laughs> let's, let me show you the numbers. Let me, you know, and, and yeah. now when I kick your ass, I was like, all right, man, you know, I click. <laughs> Guess we're not going to go anywhere with this one, you know? Um, but you, you, again, very new in the business, and you learn, you know, how to start, you know, kind of finessing that a little better. But, no, it's good, good point, you know, in, in showing the numbers. It really makes a big difference. Yeah, and I also think, um, you know, there's a lot of way to acquire property, and um, the way, the fact that you have that creative or you're a specialist in creative acquisition, that only makes it a lot more attractive for, yeah. you know, the seller that is in need to sell. Mm-hmm. Because you're not only offering them the solution to just the physical house, but you're also offering them um, other help through how you mentioned, you know, helping her with her car payment to bring her 
credit back up. Right. You know, um, the house you have for um, available for her to go in there and move with her family. If she were to just have gone with any other real estate investor, perhaps they wouldn't have offered anything like that. And then there's other struggle. So she got rid of one thing, but now she has to figure out, okay, where am I going? Yep. How am I going to do this? So yeah, creative acquisition, which is your specialty. Like I said, that's, that's really, really cool. Yeah. I mean, so creative, you know, just the, that, that creative part of the business is limitless. There, there's unlimited. There's no limit in it. I can't talk today. Limit, limit. <laughs> <laughs> Who cares, right? Lemon, um, lemon, lemon. Leaf. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, there, there's no, there's no limit. There's no barrier to it, right? Like, for instance, at the end of today's conversation, um, now we're talking about, and this is all terms, right? It's price or terms. And you got to fine tune all your terms and your contract, your verbiage, right? What you're presenting, how you're being bound. This is very, very, very important. So in, in the deal, they're moving out out of state. Um, I got to cover for flight expenses. It's, it's, I'm just using another tool, which is a tool of money, right? It's just a tool. Now I'm using, First, I offered the tool of the rental property for them to move in. Uh, now that went off the table. We had to sit down and restructure negotiations again because they said, you know what, now we're going out of state. For our our marriage to work, we have to move out of state. I said, okay, cool. You know, like, I'm happy for you guys. I am, uh, you know, but it's awesome that you guys are working things out. Uh, their kids are little kids, so I can see that they, they would be impacted with, with the oh, divorce. Yeah. At the end of the day, it's none of my business, right? But in um, in real life, they would the, there would be a huge impact in um, in them separating. Again, full disclosure, that's none of my business. I'm yeah. not I'm not a divorce counsel or divorce none of that shit. But <laughs> the thing is, you know the the lease went off the table. They're moving out of state. And I said, okay, well, you know, what do you need to move out of state? She said, well, you know, we need flight expenses. We need uh, a container, a pod thingy to move our stuff, um, tour vehicles over there. Um, and then we need money to relocate. And I said, oh, okay. And, you know, I want you to tell me everything that you need right now so I can be able to help you see how I can structure my help. And she said, my, my car's getting reboot here soon. So we said, okay, you know, would six months of the payment help you? She said, yeah, you know, give me a time to go and know where, I, where I'm moving in, settle in, look for a job. Yeah. Um, not having to worry about, you know, the, the moving expenses, the flight. Mind you, they, they, they've been unemployed for the last four or five months. Ouch. Oh, wow. You know, um, the husband dried out his uh, IRA. Oh man! So I mean, they're in a critical scenario. Yeah, their utilities are getting shut off here soon. So, in full disclosure, so as long as the terms are are you know laid out and specified in black and white, it doesn't matter how you structure this. So as long as they see the value, the benefit. Yep. Right. They yeah. see that they know they only have, for example, five thousand bucks to work with. If you want to spend four thousand in the casino, knock yourself out. What's you know what's five thousand minus four thousand, right? You're yeah. left with one thousand. <laughs> yep. It's just 
it's just as easy as that. So I lay that out very, very clearly, do the math with them in front of them, right? And then I, I go I go ahead and, you know, I actually grab a pen and a white piece of paper and I tell them, here, you know, let's do the math. And I we work on the phone with the calculator. And I tell them, you can keep these numbers and put my number at the top and call me when you're ready. Yeah. And I'm like, what? You know, but it's 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 a reality check, and they hate you for it, but they appreciate it. Yeah, they got to see it. They got to see, see it. Yeah, you know, the 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 sales process, homeownership, the process of uh, acquiring or offloading property the traditional way. There's a lot of uh, unknowns in it. Yes, because of the processes, right? You hire an agent to represent you, and then that's it. Your point of contact is that agent. Yep. And that is it. There's like, you know, th- that's it. There's no other option. That's your point of contact. And if, you know, the dude or the gal said, I'm going to market your property, but they're out in, you know, Bahamas or something, not not showing properties or they hire some other half-assed guy to do their open houses and doesn't clean the property or no effort to push the property to sell, it, you're stuck for six yeah. months. Six months. <laughs> you know? <laughs> sucks. Yeah. So there's no clarity in it, you know? Nope. Yeah, but that sucks. That's something they're looking for, clarity, answers, and and numbers. But at the end of the day, it, 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 it brings peace of mind. Yeah. Right? It totally brings peace of mind. And and for them to be able to get, again, going back to, you know, that, that stress that they have to be under, um, and now knowing that six months of car payments are going to be paid, flights taken care of, and... Being able to settle into into a new place, that's awesome. And then knowing that you know later on they're going to get some more funds in their pocket, mm-hmm. I'm sure that's a big big win for them. Um, but again, leveling the play the playing field, giving them the advantage. I, I think you know that's one of the things that uh, you know those listening and those wanting to learn this business. You know, you, you got to ask questions, right? Got to ask questions. You got to listen, and I think that's the key, right? What is it? Two ears, one mouth for a reason, right? Yeah. <laughs> because you got to pick up those those points. That That's what's important to that seller so you can structure your deal around it. Yeah. And that's, you know, again, I'm going to go back to now my story. All the time, I ask a bunch of questions, you know, but that's one of the things that I, I always like to ask, you know, towards the end is, well, what's important to you? You know, and if it's, oh, I got to keep my house, well, then that's probably not going to happen. But right. here's what I can do for you. Yeah. You know, yeah, but but at least having that clarity and knowing what's important to them, you can do just like you did and get a little more creative with it um, and make them feel like they got a win out of it. Right. Right. You know what the cherry on top is? I think this is my high for today. Uh, The cherry on top of this deal uh, is that uh, I made one phone call after um, I left my meeting. It was a two minute phone call and i got 50 grand zero interest unlimited time for this deal wow wow so wow just to add to the creative side of not only acquiring properties but having these resources in your pocket in in, in the people that lend money that that you've built up credibility with throughout time um and this is because in other instances and in other deals, if if I ask for, you know, six months of money, right, 
and and I do good, I I don't mind sharing some of the good. Right. I pay their interest, I pay their principal, and I say, you know what? Let's go grab dinner, and you know, here's a little thank you note for getting me out of the situation. But go go back to that one more time. Say that one more time. That opening statement you said was your high. You got you fifty fifty k fifty k. Not your money. Not oh hell, no. not your money. money. No. So that's one of the things I wanted to hit on was that you know again everybody thinks you have to use your own money for some oh. of these deals. You can actually, hey, we can teach you how how to find that money. Right. 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 You don't have to have the money to get involved at this business. No. 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 I mean, I, I use my money when I have to, but when I don't have to, why? Why? Right. Yeah. Yeah. And it's not that I'm taking advantage of somebody else's money, but if if in in a way they're they're in a show of gratitude that I've always made them whole and right with their money. They don't mind, you know, giving me 50 grand, no interest for no, with no time frame. Yeah. That's like a, that's like a brother loan. You know <laughs> it sounds like a brother loan. For right? reals, yeah. It sounds like a brother loan, but you know, mind you, I use this person's money and he makes money on his money. Mm-hmm. Never been late. You know, I pay him his interest every six months. He makes a shitload of money, and he's good, and a little more every now and then. Nice. Nice. So you build up these relationships where, man, you get a creative deal with a deep discount and free money on top. Shit. Cherry on top. Let's go grab a beer, man. (laughs) You know? (laughs) (laughs) That's awesome. But that, I mean, again, that's badass. And again, not your own money. Yeah. So, I mean, man, you know, that's that's a uh, great, great deal. But then it goes back to what we're talking about, right? It took you a, f- a couple of months to actually put this deal together, get, yeah. get them um, to commit. Um, but that was your persistence, staying in touch with them. And I, I know you're not the type to, uh, you know, be knocking on the door every other day or every two days. Hey, you know, hey no. sign the contract, sign the contract. No. Persistence, just keeping them on on the line, keeping them on the hook, and just checking in on them, seeing you know when it is they're actually ready to make that to pull the trigger on that, on right. that deal. Yeah. Right, yeah. And one thing you should expect in creative acquisitions is they're lengthier. They're, they're, yeah. the, the time frame for for a close or for a return is a little longer than than a non creative. Yeah. Um, deal. Yeah. Um, right. Because there's so many options that you're you know and and yeah. things that you have to. I don't want to say hoops to jump through, but yeah, but hoops to jump yeah. through at the end of the day. A bunch of different hoops, yeah. yeah. Definitely. Yeah, yeah. But at the end of the day, it's worth it, you know? Um, particularly when you're getting fifty thousand of somebody else's money. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah. But but all in all, I mean, it's it's a great deal because of the spread. I mean, you right. didn't really talk about the spread. I don't know if you want to uh divulge that, but based on what you and I were talking about it, I mean it's a great spread. Yeah. So I mean there's there's definitely there's a nice little nugget there, you yeah. know, based yeah. on, on you putting this deal together. And, you know, that's something that, uh, you know, I, again, listeners, you know, I encourage you to, to you know, get, gain, gain some information on this and learn this because this business is life-changing. And not only for you as the indiv- the investor, but also for the person that you're helping. Right. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. We say that all the time. We're We're in the servicing business, right? We're not here to... You know, only if it makes sense to buy the property. Right. right. Yeah. 
right? If if it makes sense, and and you have the the resources and tools in place, use them. Utilize your tools, man. Yep. yep. It it's it's a hundred percent your most valuable asset. You know, yes, you're, sir. Yeah. You don't have to know everything, but so as long as you know who has the tools that you need, it it'll pan out. It'll work out. I know it did for me. Uh, fast forward so many years over, it's been. This is a business I will never leave. Same here. Same here. And listen, you know, you guys listen, if you want to learn more about creative acquisition or just how to find these types of deals for pennies on the dollar, check us out. Becomeaninvestor.com. Or if you uh, just want some quick information, info at becomeaninvestor.com. Hit us up through email. And you know what? You know you like this content. So make sure you smash those uh, like buttons and stars and give us a good rating because uh, we're here to give you guys some good, good info to uh, help you get started. Yep, 100%. And if any of you are currently working on some deals and get stuck and don't have the avenue or the resource to go and get creative or want to see what getting creative in real estate is like, again, you know, hit us up and, uh, and we can chat. We can chat furthermore. You know, yep. two yes. minds think better than one. Oh, yeah. That's right. Social media as well. Don't forget. Oh, yeah. At becomeaninvestor.com, Facebook, Facebook. I, Instagram, and uh, yep. TikTok. Right on. Hit us up. It was a nice chit chat, guys. All right. Hey, congrats on your deal. Yeah, Thank you, congratulations. Man. Thank you. We're going to have nice. uh, those property tours there and uh, and then celebrate. That's it. All right. <laughs> uh, all right, guys. Awesome. Have a good night. Good night. Bye.